I think what promises to be series two of the Zero Award winning podcast games in it. Are you going to change the uh, the intro music? Uh, well, <laughs> what we can do is Probably we not. can retroactively find out because by the time people have got to this point, they'll have found out whether I've changed it, and the answer is almost certainly no. <laughs> do you not like the music? No, I mean it's it's fine. I, I like wrote it. that music. It's not got any. Yeah, like, it's got no words in it. It says this is a Probably podcast about best. computer games. This is games in it. Maybe you've not listened to it that long. <laughs> so this is setting the stall out nicely for the new series. Uh, and thus it begins. Thus Ooh. it does begin. So yeah, I thought you know, we haven't done one of these in some time. I think since July. Whoa. So Ooh, that's a I know. Time. Well, we did one, but we got a bit drunk and then didn't put it on the internet. Was it so, that bad? I didn't... No, I don't know. I didn't really listen to it. <laughs> there I was, there was far too much editing involved. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just went... <laughs> season two. So this is season two, yeah. So we thought season two, why not? We ended on a good one with Pokemon. So you know we've come back to the the table today, ready, hype, pumped, done some stuff. We've done a six months of life thing. Uh, what have you been doing with yourself, Jonathan? Oh, I suppose we should introduce ourselves. We haven't All done right, that yeah. yet. So I am here with uh, my colleagues. We're all co-presenters, I think we're all in this together, we're all in this together, like David Cameron would want us to be. Uh, So, in no particular order, we have Jonathan McNally, Hello. Oliver Dawkins, and me, Luke Hebblethwaite. So, like we just said, six months of life has passed by, Uh, what have you been doing with yourselves? I've been ruining my life, I quit my job, (laughs) whee! Woohoo! Have you played any games? Oh yeah, games. Uh, yeah, I've played a few. Uh, I've recently just finished up uh, uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Shin Megami Tensei. Shin Megami Tensei. Uh, so the original one, well not the original one, but like the the one that was on the Super Famicom back in the early 90s. Right, niche. Uh, yeah, right. Did I've, you get uh, a Famicom? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did get a Famicom. I did okay, not good. play it on an emulator. No, no of course not. Because that's illegal. Right. Um, yeah, I believe that would be copyright infringement. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't do that. I got a Famicom and learned Japanese in uh, in that in that period, and yeah, it was really rewarding. And you, you did actually do that. No, no, you're not playing it in Japanese. By like translation. You so, are learning Japanese, though. I am learning Japanese. Oh, I've I've been learning Japanese in the time. Well, didn't I have I already discussed that? I don't know. I'm learning Japanese if I haven't already discussed that already. Yeah. So, How's it going? Uh, really, it's really really difficult. I went to Japan. Oh, how was that? Good. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're all caught up then. Yeah. It was my honeymoon because I got married since the last podcast. You did, did what? You? I know, right? <laughs> we didn't. It's not been that long. To a real life human. He did it well. Actually, no, I know props, it was. Props, bro. Indeed, thanks. Work. But yes, we went to Japan honeymoon. It was good. There's lots of games and stuff there. But I'll get on to that at some other point. Ollie, what have you been doing? Uh, I've been doing my PhD and 
largely failing to play video games, with the exception of Battlefield One, which was tremendous. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the World War One one. Yes, exactly. Glorification of awful atrocities, but very good. I had an unfortunate incident with their hashtags for that. Do you see it? Uh, no. So whoever's doing this, their social media strategy was like a little gif of someone flamethrowing someone else in a trench, and then they hashtagged it just World War One things. Oh, um, that needless to say didn't go down too well for the um, yeah. Yeah, in across a... the industry, I think <laughs> this is perhaps not a good way to be marketing this game. <laughs> Just a cheeky bit of flamethrowing. Yeah. Hashtag World War One. Wow. And I think we can all agree if you're going to market things based on World War One, you should do it in an austere and respectful way, like Sainsbury's would at Christmas. <laughs> so what else? So you've what have you been doing on your PhD? Making 3D models of cities, um, programming a lot using uh, predominantly the Unity game engine, oh, yeah. which is splendid and tremendous. Doing uh, HoloLens, I got HoloLens and did some augmented mixed reality development and made things float around and all hologrammy. Yeah, it's ace. Good. What, how so? Um, well, I hadn't prepared to talk about that. Um, have you prepared anything? No. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, it's basically so that you can um, you you basically can have stuff float around in front of you, like you can set up three D models and things that you can interact with around like a space. And when you turn the device off and turn it back on again, you know after you've been away, the stuff's still there. So it's like so you it's, can. It places virtual things within your real environment yeah exactly right? exactly and you device. can interact with them it's got like or mixed reality as Wee. it's being called now Much and you can um, it's got like voice control so you yeah. can uh, you can um, you know it's sort of all hand freeing you can just make things appear just you can voice. instruct your wife exactly. directly through voice commands <laughs> exactly <Finally>. yeah <laughs> Uh, Hands free. Have you, you've, at last. Have you seen? Is that there's a video out of uh, like a concept video of like some guy in Japan who has like a little holographic waifu. Have you seen that? And I've she's in a little that. box. Oh, and what she like, runs his house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen that. It's really disturbing. That's a real thing, though. I think. Yeah. So it's like, and it's like you text it, and you're like, "Hi," yeah. and it goes, "Come home soon. I miss you." And like. <laughs> An algorithm, bit, bit much. Can't miss me, bit much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, I mean, there's a bit of that in Japan. It's, it's an interesting place. They don't have uh, women-only train carriages uh, at peak times because of the, the problems they have with men. Is that a real thing? That thing. hold that. Oh my god! If you remember, Jeremy Corbyn did uh, uh, posit it as a solution to part of the harassment on the tube transport here. It's not really. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with if you've got that kind of problem of. Men and their busy hands on the train. Simply segregating the two genders is not the answer to go with. You should look at the really the cause of that problem. And also with a big sign that says, "Don't fucking grab people uh, by the pussy." I think, as uh, Donald Trump would say. It's now a presidential move. He's the president-elect of the United States. Oh God, that happened. Currently, until it depends when I put this on the internet. He might be president. Woohoo! Shit, we're also trying to uh, move our way out of Europe. Oh, has that happened since? Yeah. Happened no, since they're working on it. Yeah, yeah we was all kind of. Wow, the world's gone shit since we last yeah, did it. We should do more podcasts. Yeah, it's got worse. I think that's probably the reason, right? People yeah. were just really in need of a sort of low listenership 
gaming sort of gaming based podcast. Mm. You're welcome, Internet. You're welcome. So we're here for you now. We're back. Flying off the blocks. <laughs> Season two, bitches. Season two, right, exactly. So I've played a lot of games. I I made a list. Well done. Look, I've made a list. <laughs> On paper and everything. It's a page. It's a page. It's a page. Yeah. Hit the uh, ground running. I think, as is traditional, I should probably start by talking about Doom, uh, which I have been playing ever since. Un- so there's a new world record for Doom, which uh, for Doom Two speedrun again. Yeah. Zero Master beat his previous record because uh, they found a new a uh, new glitch in it that you can skip about 20 wow. seconds. So it's now 19 minutes 36 seconds to get through the whole of Doom Two. How many bothers died? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the thing. But so I have been trying my hand at speedrunning. Not this pixel. And I did my first Doom Glide the other day, which is when you've got a gap that because the player in the game is 32 units wide. And if you try and get through a gap 32 units wide normally, you can't get through. Unless you line yourself up absolutely perfectly and then go through. Because the game sort of goes, you can't fit through this gap, it doesn't, it doesn't like it. But then it kind of, if you fit it, line it up exactly, to, win, to within one sixty-five thousandth of a unit, the game glitches out and pushes you through the gap. So I did that the other day for the first time. It took about you four minutes. Just amazing. It was good. <laughs> It was really anticlimactic as well, though, because basically I'd just been pressing forward a gap in a wall in a game, and then all of a sudden it just went, Bleh! and I was through the gap, and then that was it. I kind of wanted, like, a fireworks. Are we, I was like, are, we, are we talking about Doom still? Ew. Right, fine. Completely derailed. Let's talk about all the things you've prepared to talk about. Oh, onward. <laughs> so, we didn't mean to giggle at your uh, all your endeavours. Did a doom glide? <laughs> yes, yes, dear. Now tell us all about it. Come on. So I've sort of told you all about it now. So that bit's over. That segment is over. We finished. All the dooms were glided. <laughs> it was really uh, yeah. It's hard, but yeah, that was it. I was quite, I was quite proud of myself. No, you should be. You should be. Good. Thanks. I'm so, still a world away from YouTubing it, though. I'm not going to be streaming my, <laughs> my prowess onto that internet. Yeah. Not getting on Twitch. All 30 minutes of it. 30 minutes of me going no. forward. What are you doing? No. I'm going forward. No. I'm failing. No. Failing. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Basically that. Yeah. I was in by myself, didn't I? Was <laughs> <Is> it- <laughs> Just sat here, <laughs> pressing forward a lot. Got to move forward. Having a good time. <laughs> That's the way I like to spend my evenings. <laughs> Just imagine you here as well. You cough for about twenty hours doing that. Yeah, yeah. So I played some other games. I got a play- PlayStation Four. Hey, Woo. I got some games for Christmas. I got Mad Max for Christmas. It's really good. I really like it. I've been playing it a lot. Uh, it is like GTA in a miserable desert. Sandboxy. Where you punch. Other people in the face a lot. Perfect. It's good, really good. It's kind of a bit of a sort of mishmash of lots of games, and it fits together pretty well. In a kind of none of the bits by themselves are spectacular, but it all just kind of cludges together into something that's quite enjoyable. Any standout bits? Uh, it looks great. It looks very Mad Maxy, and it looks really lovely. Like you go up on like a, a dune, and you could look out across a sort of decaying wasteland with old rusting ships. And some sort of piratey looking body armoured men drive past in a jeep. And you're like, this is sweet. And then there's a storm and that rolls in across the horizon. And then you get electrocuted to death in the lightning. <laughs> and you're like, this is sweet. Oh, and you get a harpoon gun on your car. And you Perfect. can harpoon. So you know you have like car fights with people. So you're ramming them in the middle, left and right. 
but you can also use a harpoon gun and you can harpoon other drivers out of their cars rather than harpooning the car and pulling it over. Nice. You fire I, it at I the driver. See that. And then you've got like a quick pull of harpoon bag, like reel it in, but you can reel it in quick and you can kind of pull them out of the car and fling them miles, which is really quite satisfying. Nice. <laughs> so it's mainly I've, I've been doing that a lot. It's always good to drive past someone, harpoon them and fling them a good hundred feet. And probably then turn around and run them over. Yep. That's how I roll. So, good. any story in this game? Yeah. I mean, you're Max. <laughs> yes, you're, doesn't, doesn't matter. You, you're a Max. You're, really you're a bit mad. Course, does it? You've got to get a car, and then you sort of have to get into a big place called Gastown, which is like a refinery, and punch the people there. Uh, and I don't know what happens after that. I haven't got there yet. Okay. I've been driving around just <laughs> punching the people in the scenery. Oh. It's been good fun. Okay. I have liberated several camps. I have found quite a lot of scrap which I have used to mod my car. I have purchased some knuckle dusters, all of which were jolly good fun. <laughs> Very good. Imagine that helps with the punching. I have helped a man repair his stronghold. Okay. What else have you been playing? <laughs> what have you been playing? You've just been playing Shin Megami Tensei for six months. Well, it was a long game. Um, How long? Actually, it was like... Because it's SNES era, right? So it can't be long. It was pretty long. It was a good, like, 30 hours in it. Really? Well, I put 30 hours in it. I probably Did probably... you do all of it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> True neutral ending or nothing, right? <laughs> is that what it is? Or nothing. Seriously. Right. Um, I suppose if you're going to play it for that long, you kind of yeah, go... I want the best, the yeah. best ending and all the most powerful monsters. Right. So that's what I did. Is and it grindy? Oh, how grindy. Yes, it's super bad. It's like all JRPGs at that time. You nice. pretty much have to like sit in one place for ages, just getting up, like, beating 10, up the same monster. Levels, yeah. yeah, nice. I mm. like that. I miss that. It's, uh, it's repetitive and unforgiving, and I love it. The numbers slowly increase, and you're like, sweet. I do all the numbers now. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I, like I found that. this trick as well, where you can get this. You can get a weapon if you um, you get like a, there's a special weapon. There's loads of special weapons in the game, but. One particularly powerful one, you can get a duplicate of it if you just if you do this kind of little weird glitch, right? Right. So you go to the shop, you press and hold the A button, and it kind of it asks you if you want to buy a weapon for like no money. You just say yes, and it gives you a copy of the other of the weapon right. that I had. So yeah, by the end that was kind of somewhat overpowered. Touch, a touch, a touch, but it was so fun. Good. I had a small disaster in that I bought City Skylines. It's, a, it's like Sim City. But why, like, why a disaster? Because guess what? Didn't really like it once I bought it. What? You, you hear that sort of whistling you can hear in the background now? That's my laptop when it's not really doing anything. When you load the city skylines, it was like <laughs> no. And it loaded up. It looked nice, and I tried to rotate the camera, and it went. <laughs> like, moved around like 90 degrees and it was like what? one frame a year what and it was like because it's an agent based model and all that so it's doing lots yeah. of counting and all that kind of thing it basically no. well that shouldn't be happening that's insane no it was sad <laughs> so that's another game that sits on my Steam account unloved and unused I got it in a sale though so it's only like six quid Maybe one day it'll be you, back you do deserve a new you deserve think, a new well, laptop saying, don't you saying to Jonathan before you arrived that I think 2017 is the year of the new laptop but it You're was also the it. year of I don't have any money. So um, we've got to somehow combust some, get over that hurdle. 
can can we ask our fans to pay for stuff yet? Are we, yeah, I think are we, we should set up a Kickstarter for a laptop that you can't hear during the podcast. Hey, guy. A Patreon. Is it Patreon? Yeah. Uh, We're Patreonizing. <clears throat> sorry, sorry. <laughs> right, I also played uh, Transformers Devastation. That is good. Okay. That is, is Transformers. It's a bit like Bayonetta, but with Optimus Prime. Oh, is that Plat- Platinum Games? Uh, I can't remember. It's, my, it's behind me. I can have a look. It is by Activision and... I can't read the box. And... It's by Activision. Hey. Okay. The, graphics, good. the graphics were awesome. Lovely cell shaded 80s boxy Transformers. None of that. None of that Michael Bay shite. <laughs> So yeah, it's Johnny Good. Oh, it's yeah, very much that. a punchy run around punching stuff and doing jumps, but it's very enjoyable. And what is nice is during the... Um, Platinum Games. Platinum Games. All Good right, knowledge. Fine. All right. Um, during uh, the, the sort of story mode, there's lots of nice little references to like the Transformers movies and series. That are just little snippets dropped in. like some, like some For instance, when you fight Motormaster, who's the leader of the Stunticons, Occasionally he goes, I'm king of the road. And it's got all like the original voices, voice casting as well, while they're all still alive. But other people who have done at least good impressions of them. You know, so even the various Constructicons have got their, their proper voices. So Hook, for example, has this voice that's a bit like this. And it sounds, sounds kind of stupid, but like they kept it, which is good. Rather than getting, you know, the guy, what was he called? The, what was the guy who did Megatron's voice in the new... Michael Bay things. The guy who was the elf king in Lord of the Rings. Oh, Hugo, Hugo Weaving. Weaving. Yeah, it's not got him. It's got someone else. But Megatron. Megatron when he's got this voice. It's better. Anyway, Motormaster says, I'm King of the Road, which in the original episode of Transformers, when he was when the Stunticons are introduced, he has a big long battle with Prime because they're both similar lorries and in which he says, I'm King of the Road. But it's a nice little reference. If you know as much about Transformers as I apparently do. Yeah, I guess. God, I don't. <laughs> yeah. <all right. laughs> Fine. It's a good thing there's no Power Rangers game, so I don't do that. Is there no Power Rangers games? There yeah, surely there's must a handful, be. But there's nothing, gotta be something. Nothing recent, so. Oh, they might do. There'll be, there's a new film, right? Ooh. When's that out? Soon. Have you been watching the trailers? I watched a trailer and was like. Well, they, was it like they in high school or something? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's awesome a bit. Oh no, what is this? Yeah. And I was just like, oh dear. I know that Brian Cranston is in it, and he said that he didn't want to be in it, but once he read the plot, and it was more gritty than he expected, he was up for it. So it's going to be a gritty Power Rangers, so that sounds sort of really bad, really. Because that's what everybody asked for? Who even asked for a Power Rangers film? I liked Power Rangers and didn't want one. Maybe... Some things are better left undone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't know. Talking of films of of things, uh, you know, the Streets of Rage has been. Uh, they're making a film of that now. Sega have monetized their monetized their they're continuing to monetize their back catalogue for all their Genesis Mega Drive era games, uh, and they've got a raft of about fifteen, I think, that are coming up for films. But the first two, uh, Streets of Rage and Altered Beast, will be becoming what? films. Uh, which I don't. You're doing a happy face. I'm doing a. A Streets of Rage film? I mean, that might be quite good fun. Like Altered Beast. Huh? This is like the raid, 
then it's good. Yeah, like it'll be like a cool exploit. Oh, it won't really. Eighties punch up, like Kung Fury or something. Maybe, yeah. but like. But not Kung Fury. No, that, not. Was, that was bollocks. But it'll probably Did you not be like not, it. It was. It was just like mean the film, innit? Yeah, I suppose. I like Triceracop in it. He was good. Yeah. Have you seen Turbo Kid yet? No. Oh, God's sake. Is it good? It's really good. It's a way better version of Kung Fury. All right. It's on that internet, isn't it? Yeah. That, what's that website? Yeah, yeah, I'll look at it. Streaming.com. Yeah, I think that's what it's called, Yeah, right? I think that, yeah. yeah. Streamyourtvprograms.com. Got it. Uh, cool. Uh, so I thought another thing we don't really talk about is phone games. Mobile. Mobile games, as they apparently call them. No. Uh, I've played some recently. I know, right? We don't think we've ever mentioned, apart from Pokemon Go. Have you played any mobile games? Do you play mobile games? Have you got any on your phone? If you count the emulator that's on there that plays SNES games I suppose then but not, yes. no not really I mean I've got a spectrum simulator on mine emulator <laughs> so I can play Manic Miner it's really hard does it work well on a no no oh, okay. <laughs> no it's like a literal emulator so it doesn't work at all <laughs> um, but as a couple of games I've played recently uh, so Reigns have you seen that it's like Tinder but for what? medieval history so you're a king, and you can only swipe left or right. So it's like a, it goes, the, the the barn is on fire. What do you want to do when you get two options? Like, put it out or let it burn. That's right? not what I was thinking when so you said Tinder for medieval. <laughs> it's the mechanics of swiping for I'd, Tinder. I'd, I'd be quite down for uh... <laughs> medieval <laughs> Tinder. Yeah. It's like that bit in Bill and Ted's, right? They meet the oh, names. yeah. Yeah. It's not like that. Sorry to have unfairly set a precedent there. That, yeah. So it's a choose your own adventure. Swipe your own adventure. Swipe your own adventure, yeah, but it's really hard. You just get killed a lot. It's good fun. You've got to kind of manage the uh, the church, the people, the army, and your money. And you've got like four little bars, and you've got to keep them all sort of in the middle and not run out or, or fill one up. So you can't let the church take over, but you can't get rid of the church entirely. So you've got to sort of balance it all. And, you, you know, you keep getting asked all kinds of stupid things. There's like... I don't know, 40 or 50 different people that kind of ask you different questions uh, and you know one is the jester and one's the general and one's the executioner and then like, you get a doctor and the doctor wants to do stuff but then the church don't like it and vice versa and it's good fun and then you get killed you have to fight skeletons quite a lot in a crypt also by swiping it's good okay it was I think many people's mobile game of the year in those 2016 lists I got it for 99 pence in a sale. And what was that game called again? It's called Reigns. I would highly recommend it. It's good fun. I think it's Devolver Digital. It's good. I have another Devolver game on my phone called Downwell. That is good. That is sort of spectrum-y looking graphics. And you're a little man and you plummet down a well. And you fire bullets out of your feet. And you have to shoot stuff on the way down. It's good fun. It's really hard. That is also good. Although... I saw the other day, you know, like, there's the thing for, like, computer game soundtracks on vinyl. Someone's released the soundtrack for that on vinyl. And I'm like, that's, that's not okay. It's all right, but it's like a phone game. Like, I don't need that on vinyl. No. Like, come round, I'm just going to slip on a little bit of down well and we can have a nice romantic dinner. Said so, no one ever. <laughs> Throws out my Marvin Gaye collection. <laughs> Fuck you, Marvin. I'm listening to the sounds of down well. All right, so... They're good. But the game is alright then, yeah. The game's very good fun, yeah. Okay. I've got some other mobile games as well, but I'll save them. You've not been playing anything at all then? Pretty, ha- m- pretty much, no. Well, it's good to have you hey, on this podcast, hey, Yeah, I feel, I feel useful and valued. Tell us more about 
what you've been doing with the HoloLens and uh, your degree and stuff. What I'm trying to do uh, with the HoloLens is basically create a tiny floating version of the city that you can use Which city? To, this city? Of, of part of London. The city of London. And so what I'm doing is like you hear about all the internet of things and such which is the idea that you can connect everyday devices to the internet and they'll do weird and wonderful things. They will do your bidding. Well, my, basically what I'm doing is taking data generated by those things and putting them into my 3D model. Right. But the internet of things is probably something that we're actually is worth talking about that we haven't talked about. So a good example of that is like the Alexa thing recently okay, so yeah, it's like yeah. the home automation system which yeah is it like I've, amazon's thing is it like uh, yeah uh, maybe i like probably yeah. know woefully little about it but what but, i do know is is so it's the thing where you it's like a, a little speaker that listens and if you say alexa can you buy me some shoes it goes on the internet and buys you some shoes right? exactly so it's a bit yeah. like you know there's that button that amazon do as well that's like yeah. this is my bog roll ordering button and you press it and it just orders you some bog roll. Or your, or your kid taps it relentlessly well, like, and gets you all the bog Surely that is the first problem. I'm going to be yeah. like, if I ever see one of those in someone's house, I'm pressing it 40 times. They just be like, I'm way. pressing it. What's it doing? What's it doing? It's ordering me 4,000 bog rolls. Woo! If, if there's stuff in the way that prevents that happening, it's pointless, isn't it? Because it's not giving you what you want right yeah. then when you want it. So what's going on but, with Alexa? But so Alexa, um, I think there was a there was a news report about someone whose daughter had inadvertently ordered a dollhouse and right. so the the um, journalist mimicking the daughter said Alexa please buy me a dollhouse and then all the Alexa units that were in people's houses who were watching that TV that news report <laughs> went and ordered dollhouses so apparently they said it so, like, yeah. yeah so mass complaints because it just it, you know it doesn't buy, what to do? buy the first dollhouse off Amazon apparently which seems I mean that, that alone Surely could be that, rubbish yeah but like if you're buying a dollhouse I'm not a connoisseur of dollhouses but I imagine they're the sort of thing you at least browse through several right. dollhouses yeah. to make some kind of preference but uh, yeah so uh, it's not bog rolls is it so it, you say Alexa I want a dollhouse and then it goes okay goes into your account takes money out pays for a dollhouse that you have no idea about and then just sends that to your house <laughs> yep. yes yes indeed that's welcome to that's the future that's the future <laughs> <laughs> That feels like a touch invasive. That's, that's, so I don't know. There how was a similar thing with uh, Titanfall One, and the advert for that uh, it's got Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad, and he's like the guy talking about it, and he says at some point blah 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 blah. So on your Xbox, you can play Titanfall One, or play Titanfall. But any Xboxes that were on with voice recognition then turned on and loaded Titanfall because he said it. He said Xbox turn on Titanfall. So yeah, they had to. Stop. I think they had to stop using the advert because people complained. It's kind of like um, Black Mirror, isn't it? But it's like the bit. really banal version of it. Just with dollhouses. Loads. Yeah. I don't know, that's pretty dark. Yeah. Where's, where's it going to go? What awful thing is going to happen next? Yeah, I'll let someone else think of those. <laughs> Amazon. We're all running through. <laughs> Just... Alexa, please display my internet search history on my Facebook page. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Well you just go around to other people's houses, right? And you just start saying things like Also, what if your girlfriend's called Alexa? Or you are called Alexa, I suppose, but we don't listen to this podcast. No, that's true. Does anyone? Probably not. 
Just shouting into the void. <laughs> I can't imagine that one guy is called Alexa. <laughs> so I'm not getting Alexa to talk to my 3D model. No. Yeah. But that's okay. kind of what I'm doing. I'm making the world a better place. Via HoloLens and 3D models and sensors. How does, how does that make it a better place? We'll come on to that in another episode. Okay, good. I'll look forward <laughs> to that. All right. Sequel bait. I like that. Yeah, I'm just saying the scene. I like that. So another thing I discovered very recently uh, is I got... It probably won't mean anything to you, but in the 90s, early 90s, maybe it was the late 80s, there was a... It was the late 80s. It was probably the mid-80s, actually. At some point in the past there was a game called Head Over Heels, which was an isometric uh, puzzle platform puzzle game. Uh, I had it on the Spectrum, so it probably was the mid to late 80s, uh, in which you're a dog man thing and a cat man thing, little, like you're a little cube cat and a little cube dog, and they have different powers and you have to join them together and then go off on adventures. It's, it was really good back then. It was quite a big open, sort of not really open world, but kind of like you had to explore the whole place and then get through, it was very difficult. Anyway, I found completely by chance that uh, someone has re- basically remade it all from the bottom up uh, and put it on the internet free on a, a website called Retrospec, which is retrospec.sgn.net. See, I did some research. Looked it up again. Hey. Uh, but they have loads of like old school games that have been remade uh, for the PC. Wow. So like, there's Manic Miner on there, but like they've done the graphics up, but kept the gameplay exactly the same. But it kind of made it look nice. I know the same people that did that because recently, um, oh, there was like a, a whole retool of an old Metroid game. Right. And like, there was a whole like a fan. I think a fan did it like, like a couple months back, and it looked it looked amazing. But obviously, Nintendo saw that and was like, yeah, so we're gonna take that. Well, that's, that happens a lot, doesn't it? I mean, so there was Sonic Utopia, which was another thing that happened, uh, which was someone had made like a 3D version of a Sonic game, but like looked really good. Not like shitty Sonic, where it's like a Sonic adventure and you run around and it, Sonic is all sassy. You know, it was like fast, Green Hill Zone running around. It looked really cool. But then obviously that got, that got given the bums rush. But there was another one that was called Pokemon Uranium. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I mean, I've got a few Pokemon fan hacks, so... Yeah, <laughs> but this was something that was, they'd spent... This, these two developers had spent ten years making it. It was a full Pokemon game in the um, sort of uh, Game Boy Advance, I think, era. Looked really nice. Uh, there was a sort of new kind of Pokemon, the nuclear Pokemon, that were all green and sort of, you know, radioactive. And you could get, like, uh, sort of... I think you can get, like, nuclear corrupt Pikachu and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Uh, and there's a whole adventure with a story and everything. Just you know, it's a full Pokemon game. And then it was on. They released it, and about two days later, Nintendo went, "What? No!" Yeah. And then it was immediately off the internet. But like, ten years. Why work. do people keep doing this? Like, like, if you're gonna make a game, so another thing, another Doom-related thing. There was a a Doom roguelike called uh, that was uh, around for a long time, and then that's recently when the new Doom came out. They obviously started looking again for other Doom things, and that got shut down they're doing a big kickstart now to make a new game based on on that roguelike but like you know it's I think it's called Jupiter Hell but anyway um, it looks alright but uh, you know why do you why do you when you're making these games do you use this other intellectual property that is just going to get so I don't know there's another thing actually I, you've, I think you've probably seen it um, Ollie where some guy is making Deckard's apartment in VR uh, yeah 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 it looks nice yeah it looks really like so he's ma- like completely made the inside of Deckard's flat and you can go outside and look out and there's all the f- cars flying about and you know you can 
It just, I mean, it looks brilliant. Uh, but, you know, with the new film coming out, it's just it, you just know that he's going to walk into a legal minefield with it. And it's, well, he's taking, I, don't, I don't know what he's doing with it, though. He's not making a game. Well, he's, he's not, he's not just, being paid just, to make it by them. Yeah. So, and they're going to be like, hmm... Intellectual I don't know who's making the new Blade Runner, but like, if you don't make money from it, I suppose you can. Because he probably just he's, it's probably just like a portfolio piece, isn't it? So yeah, I think so. But I mean, what, it looks awesome. I, I mean, it was on like I think like Eurogamer featured yeah, it and yeah. stuff. So I mean, people know it's out there. Um, yeah, once something's out there as well, I mean, once it's on the internet, you can't really get rid of it. So yeah, I don't think he's released the actual uh, uh, the files seen. for it yet. It's all like YouTube videos of walking around. Mm. But I mean, it looks great, and obviously, it is well worth getting your hands on as soon as it comes out before it, before it no longer exists. Of course, it will always be available somewhere. I would have thought. Um, oh, it's not actually. Yeah. I got myself a little copy of Pokemon Uranium before it it went down. Save that on a USB stick. You're raising your eyebrows like that seems like an appealing thing for you. <laughs> I was just thinking, do I have a USB stick on me? No, I don't. But yes, I would like. I think that. I might. I would like that. Okay. So it's just, just for a PC? Yeah. Can it run in on a phone? I don't know. Just imagine if Nintendo ever listened to this podcast. <laughs> You're in trouble. Am I? Probably not. I don't know. I yeah, should no, know. No, probably I not. don't. It's <laughs> fine. Exactly. If Nintendo ever <laughs> listened to this podcast. You can say anything you like. It's the most incriminating thing ever and be like, no, it's going to be fine. You right? Yeah, yeah, it'd be cool. <laughs> Yeah, I've got quite a lot of things. I've wrote a whole list. I played No Man's Sky a lot. I like the foundation update. It's good. Has let's see, No Man's Sky was a was a big one last year, wasn't it? It was. was. I think there were a few articles about it. Yes, that was a touch of controversy. I think people, some people, you know, didn't like it. But yes, I like it. I like the uh, the foundation update. You can build a base. You get some tasks to do. They're like fetch quests, but they're quite cool. Uh, you can buy a space freighter, which you know you can go and land on, and it all looks really nice. Is it, it's it's beautiful is it beautiful looking? Is it game. worth it though? Now, is it worth? I like it. I'm quite happy. I bought it. I bought a PS4 especially to get it. I'm quite like, happy with that. Is, is okay. the space all, battles happening? Now? There are space battles. Yeah, yeah there's some pretty big ones. There was a really good video that um, Our Games tweeted recently of like. Um, like a, 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 the pirate space battle that happened near a space station and then all these plane all these the spaceships fly out of the space station and join in and there's just like a big sort of 40 plane yeah. shoot fest around some freighters yeah, and then they, they beat the pilot the, like three or four pirates that turned up and they all fly back and this guy had like followed the things in so he was flying around not shooting anything just watching it but like it all happened everyone went home and then he was like that was cool so yeah and it's yeah. all procedurally done procedurally done Wait. so you know yes, that's cool. that sounds right yeah I, I, I like it I mean I can see why some people don't like it but like, uh, you know it's but one guy one guy had a good time bought, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean a lot of people were like expecting a lot from it yeah I mean it was made by 11 people yeah you say that but you know I can think of a load of like small dev teams that don't have like the support of Sony for their marketing yeah, very so, true Dwarf Fortress made by two people pretty complicated game well look at things like XCOM which is 
amazing mm. and doesn't have anywhere near the kind of the fanfare that No Man's Sky did. I mean, no. No Man, the guy from No Man's uh, from Hello Games was on like this Colbert report and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Was, he was like he was, he was everywhere, everywhere for yeah. a bit. Everyone got very excited. You know, that first trailer was you know with the sixty five days of static thing on it. It was just like it was sweet. And I just remember thinking. I remember actually when it first came out I was just like there is no way it's going to be able to do any of those things all of this stuff yeah. and then as time went on though mm-hmm. I was convinced into okay maybe it can do all of the things that it says it's going yeah. to do and then obviously when the game maybe, came maybe out maybe it will still yeah. well, just in a few keep... years worth of uh... yeah so they're doing a lot of updates I think that they will do some pretty good stuff with it I like it as it is but I'm looking forward to more things I just felt like the guy was a bit of a he was a bit of a Molyneux yeah a little bit well a lot of people have said that about him really um, and I think, to be fair, you know, he'd never, you know, that they'd previously made one tablet game called Joe Danger. They made a couple of them, but they were like unremarkable tablet games. And then suddenly they were the hottest thing on the planet. And he's going around, he's on the Colbert Report, so going, what's your game going to be like? Of course he's going to go, yeah, it's great, isn't it? You know, but... The, I think the, the the thing is, it's like, I don't know whether he, you know, really promised things that didn't get delivered in that sense, you know, but like people's expectations were p- perhaps unfairly, they were let to believe that things might be there. They didn't specifically go, no, it definitely won't do all that stuff. Uh, there's some lessons in there, I think, but like, I don't think it's, you know, some people have got very upset about it and they're like, well, you know, screaming at each other on the internet. These were like preparing lawsuits and stuff against Hello Games because mm. of the uh, unfair advertising. So. Yeah, well, the ASA had to look into it and then they went, no, it's fine. Ah, good. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't made too many advances then. I think they, they were all right with it, though. They were like, yeah, it's not... They're not in breach. It's not like them saying, cigarettes, they're fine. Just smoke them all, kids. So, the ASA were all right. Cigarettes aren't fine? No, apparently it turns out they're not, no. Oh, okay. So... I suppose we should look at what you're excited about that's coming out. So what series two of games in it what? and 2017 got in store for you? Um, what am I looking forward to games-wise? Uh, there's a new, a new Shin Megami Tensei coming out soon. Is there? I think, is, is it, it a Persona? Persona? It's a Persona. Persona, Persona yeah, 5, yeah, yeah. yeah Persona 5. It's already out in Japan. <gasps> no? Is that PlayStation exclusive? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I might have to buy a PlayStation 4. I'm thinking about buying a PlayStation 4 so I can play that one game. That's what I did. And now I've got several games. Ah, Happy times. And I'm hoping that if I do get that, I'm hoping that maybe the older games are on the PlayStation Network? Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's loads of stuff on there. Uh, My friend's been replaying uh, Final Fantasy VII. uh, And it's really nice, the port for PS4, uh, because they've obviously tidied up some of the the clunkier parts of it but also there's a, a thing you can do that speeds up the game by three times so if you're grinding at the end to try and beat emerald or whatever you can just speed things up by times three so you don't have to spend 55 hours doing it you can spend 20 hours or no. cool so now it's just like an emulator yeah it was pretty cool though right because i think at this point they realized that everyone everyone who's like played it has played it before you know it's not, not opening up to you know, i'm gonna mainly i want to play it and i'm kind of like also she mastered knights of the round she sent me a text over Christmas and it was like, just the screenshot of like, Knights of the Round, five stars, mastered. And I was like, oh my God, I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that before. It was totally boss. Oh really? Yeah, I've never, well, I've never done it. Have you done it? You've done it, haven't you? Of course. Sorry. 
<laughs> I'd never seen anyone do it before. I was like, that is sweet. And then I got very excited and oh, very so nearly immediately bought it. Well, you need to do that so you can get Master Materia at the end, so you can uh, fight Emerald Weapon. Yeah, I know. I never fought Emerald Weapon. What? I mean, I fought Emerald Weapon, but I just lost a lot. Because you never had Master Materia. Well, I, there was a number of... When I played Final Fantasy VII through, like, one, one time I got, like, 30 hours into it, and then my save files got corrupted, so I had to do it again. Ugh. And then, like, I remember playing it again, probably when I was at uni, and then I don't think I even completed it. And then I got it, I don't know, a bit later on, and was like, right, I'm going to do it all. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow, like, a guide and find all the special bits, and I don't think I did. I played something else after a bit. Fair enough. Road, the road to uh, Master Materia is paved with good intentions. <sighs> Not all of us make it there, I guess. No, I suppose we don't. I guess that separates the men from the boys. I think that is exactly <laughs> what it is that separates those two things. Alright, should we call an end to episode one? Are you, th- are you feeling... How are you, how are you feeling about episode, series two? Well, I, feel, I feel good. That's a solid you start. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. You, uh, you're right with that. You've finished your beer. That's a good yeah, start. Perfect. Yeah? You ready for another beer? Yes. Yeah. I thought you might be. Okay, well, let's, let's end it here. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.